the city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 284 of the Heart of LAFC podcast. That is right. We're calling this one Danny, Danny, Danny. After a massive, amazing, honestly not so surprising anymore hat trick uh, against Austin. The guy just finds a way from anywhere, anyhow, uh, carrying us along, right? Whether we want to or not, or those are picking up the pace or not, doesn't matter. Denny Mwanga steps in even in our, on our highest or lowest moments. We can count on the man, and it's been pretty darn amazing. Enjoying this ride, that is for sure. Of course, we're also going to preview our CCL second leg match against Vancouver today. Uh, and then, of course, get you prepped for Thursday where we're going we're gonna to go deep, guys. We're going to go crazy. We are going to cover the game against Carson and have a special guest on that you do not want to miss in the preview for that. It should be a lot of fun on Thursday. But for this one, that's right. It's dedicated to the win. It's dedicated to Vancouver and whatever else you guys want to throw into the mix with your comments. Of course, they're highly encouraged. We love what you guys have to say. If y'all want to get crazy about Carson early, we get it. We get it. We'll definitely address it. We'll probably save it for a little later in the episode, of course. But do not hold back. Have fun with it. It is good times to be an LAFC supporter. Of course, you see what's on my head right now. That is right. The 3252 merch is delivering as we speak. It's showing up at houses. We've got the scarf. That's right. It is here. I will debut it for us. Got the gold. Got the black. There it is. The 3252 scarf. Other side's looking just as clean. Boom. There it is. And, of course, the hat, the lanyard. Yeah, go big, guys. Don't go with the basic. Go with the bigger one. You get a lot cooler stuff that way. Um, the pin is hiding somewhere around here. Maybe. Oh, 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 oh. There it is. Our first star. 3252. So, merch is out. Enjoy it. Um, I can say that a lot of people have been signing up. Thank you for doing that. Uh, but definitely keep up on it. There's plenty of merch in stock. And, of course, you want to be decked out properly when you head to Carson this weekend. So, do it. Make it happen. Uh, I know, Tony, it's in the mail for you, too. Can't wait to get it. I know. It's coming. Uh, now I know it's coming for real. Um, and, Araceli, you already got your delivery, right? I did. I already got it. There we go. Of course, you heard Tony and Araceli on today. We are the three for you today. Bam. He's at work, but he should be back by Thursday. Uh, should be a full set. Will be a lot of fun. All right. Before we get into the Bonga hat trick, Let's talk about the match itself. We'll build into the hat trick, of course. Of course, we played Austin this weekend on Saturday, a day game, a rare 4.30 start, which, of course, made Easter uh, prep good for the kids, which we had an amazing Easter egg hunt um, in the lead-up. Teachers were honored as well. Um, I was one of the lucky ones that liked to go on the field uh, to bring out the crest and star. Uh, that's how we honored the teachers. Uh, LA Unified Teachers are also got a special feature too. So that was a good time out. Yay to the teachers for doing what you do. Uh, being one of you, I know, I know the hours um, and the dedication and the love for what we do. So with that, I'm going to pass this one over to Tony. How are you doing today, sir? I am doing pretty well, ready and excited for tomorrow. Um, kind of change up the intro. I know you already did the intro, but I feel like we don't get, we don't 
give our flowers that we need to. So let me restart it with a Welcome, everybody, to the heart of LAFC with Joseph Zacher, the first president of the 3252, RSLE, our correspondent for MLS Pro, working behind with all the games and LAFC 2. Bam, as you know, a owner in Australia as a minor member, and myself, a 3252 member, and hopefully aspiring to do more with that. So, again, this is a supporter podcast. So, we would love you all to join us, listen to us if you're not a supporter, but we have we give you the world of the supporter world in our eyes. Adding to Bam, I'm going to give him a little bit more fuel on this. He does have the record for most distance traveled for an LAFC match. We got to give he does have the record, people. That was opening day. Yes, he went to that in Seattle. It was a good time. So, yes, we've got you covered. Definitely did from the supporter side of things. Um, that is where we will always stay and always do. We are not your general just media folks. No, it's from the heart. We love this mm -hmm. game beyond it, beyond it. You can ask Araceli. She's traveled everywhere for the sake of the game. And, yes, she's working for MLS Next Pro, which, let's be honest, is super cool because she's seeing the future of the league, which I'm going to give it to you now, Araceli. How are you doing today? I'm actually doing very well. Today is my birthday, so I'm officially another year older. Yay, I guess. But <laughs> in all seriousness, though, it has been a, a great day. And thank you to everybody for all the warm birthday wishes um, for the last couple of days. And just generally speaking, I mean, it's been a very fun time, especially with uh, work and just general life, really. So yeah, I mean, I'm just glad to be on here to talk with you guys. Well, we're, we're honored to have you on your birthday. You get this, people? That's a sacrifice right there. I, I think it's a kind of a mini birthday party anyway. Mm -hmm. But happy birthday to you. We are beyond honored to have you on this happy special day. Happy birthday. <laughs> Tony is going to give you a song. Watch. No. Watch. Nope. No, he's out. <laughs> but the audience definitely will. Our crew, you know how they are. You're going to get a lot of birthday wishes today, as you deserve um yeah may the next one be better than this one even though this one's been pretty darn good mm -hmm. all right let's get into it everybody let's talk about it breaking news wise well pretty obvious we've got a bunch of games there in a row we've got to figure out a way to survive and thrive and we have all right so Let's recap it. Let's get right into the business. So they came here with revenge on their minds. We had a lot of fun with them and did a beautiful banner. Um, I don't have it in front of me. Maybe Tony does. It's somewhere floating in the house. But basically, we did a really <laughs> cool uh, Western Conference champion banner uh, showing the 3-0 scoreline. Yeah, exactly. And then we go out against these guys. Uh, they went with the best they possibly had in their lineup, and we went with a shuffled lineup. A little bit of surprises to our lineup, of course. Up top was Buanga, Apoku, Buke, midfield Acosta, Tillman, Sifu. Yeah, Sifu got back in the lineup. Backline was Chiellini and Maldonado. Hey, good to see him in there. Palencia, who is just tearing it up on the right side, and Palacios on the left. Talk about having speed right and having good flank play we had a build and then uh Yakupovich finally gets a start check him out it was about time I mean let's be honest he's been he's been putting in the work in training you know he's got the pedigree he finally gets his chance because honestly you can't make McCarthy play every game you got to give you got to keep people fresh 
he's not going to be spending time with with the reserve side, right? He's not going to go with next pro. Uh, we got Romero for that. So this was a perfect chance. And you're like, wait, against those guys who want revenge? Yeah, we know what we got. We know the skill we have. Now, looking at what Austin had to deliver, they had a Ruthie up front. We did debate that last episode. Drucy in the middle, uh, pretty much guiding traffic. Fagundas, who always traditionally has has been a problem for us out on the left, Rigoni out on the right. Your central mids uh, defensive would be Wolf and Pereira. Center backs, uh, Vaisalinen and Ring. Right back, Gallagher. Left back, Kolmanich. And, of course, Brad Stuver in goal, as always, the constant in their side. Uh, and that is what they came out with. Also, the 4-2-3-1 was their choice as we thought they were going to try to clog our midfield. That was their goals. Um, as Tony will explain to you, it was successful to a point, and he's going to give you the highlights right now, um, that, yeah, from the get-go, this one was a little bit interesting, not quite what we expected to see, um, much more competitive in the early stages. Tony, you have the floor, sir. So as you all know, the banner was a little precedent to what was going to happen of again a repeat of history and again moving forward this austin or any team especially austin wanted revenge on their mind within the fifth minute comic hits the bar with his left footed shot outside the box and it became scary we were like here we go there we the monster is finally waking austin's going back to their old form from last year and it seemed like it was going to be a back and forth battle because 11th minute, Buke. Now, this is where I'm going to have to be a little bit harder on him. I'm finally, he has his training wheels off and he's got to do it. Buke had an uptip right foot shot from the center of the box, but it's saved in the top right corner. He's got to put those away. I'm sorry. Now I'm going to have to get on you, but this is going to be the trend. I, yes, a win is a win, and we'll talk about what the goals is, but we just repeat of history can't repeat the way we want it to repeat when moving forward because the only one scoring for us is in the 40th minute dennis buanga with a shot with a right footed shot outside the boss to the bottom left corner and i really happened mid-match like we were stopping the chance and boom that goal hits and it's like what the hell just happened <laughs> why is it everything he does is a banger like it's not an easy tap in. No, no, no. We, we, no, we got to get this thing in midair. You, you can't, you can't make it easy. No simple tap ins. No, even the tap ins have to look fancy, which he does again. I will say for Buke, it's the first time he actually had weight behind a shot. I will give him that. Should have scored it, but at least it was decent and on goal and not, you know, in Rosette. Um, give him that at least. All right. We keep on going. Go for it, Tony. Yes, and we would have ended the half 1-0 or would have actually been 1-1 if um, Yurti with a right foot shot from outside the box is saved in the center of the goal. And you can understand our third backup keeper could be another starting keeper moving forward because he showed why we signed him, why we have him as the second backup and then there's going to be a conversation once max comes back to who will be the second and who will be the third and that ends your, our first half us in one nil going into the half and 
it seemed like a it was going to be a very simple day and who knew what was going to happen especially with highlights of han pan highlights <laughs> very true very true you guys want to talk about this what are your thoughts on the oh, first my, half? oh yeah. yeah thoughts of the first half straight i'll go to Araceli first you're watching the thing what were your thoughts from the first half <laughs> Oh my goodness. The first half, I have to say, was a little wishy-washy in the sense that while the game was going on, I was actually with family for a birthday celebration. So I wasn't really able to kind of watch it from start to finish. But based on what I've seen, there's def there's always going to be room for improvement. And I definitely agree with Tony in the sense that like, when it comes to our new players like Buke, Tillman, that the training wheels are off. Now it's time to show what you can do because we're already going into middle of April and it's starting to become crunch time for them. Is it demanding a lot for the new players? Possibly. But now that the schedule is starting to finally kind of, I, I, I don't want to say settle down in a sense, but now that we're starting to bounce into other tournaments, they, they got to show what they can give. And uh, based on what I saw in the first half, um, there, there was a lot of chances, but you, you just need to be able to produce. And it was clear that Austin wanted revenge. Right. They came out to play. Um, made it choppy for us. Very choppy. Yes, we got chances. They got chances. I'm with you on this. Um, a few things I did notice that got me a little concerned was there was a little bit of communication issues between our goalkeeper and our center backs. There was one collision with Kalini at one point, and they kind of looked at each other like, well, we don't know each other yet. Um, it was very much the look between the two. I thought it was pretty funny that 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 that, that moment like, hey, we're playing here, you know, um, which was, you know, expected seeing how much shift we had back there. It's really tough with a new goalkeeper, uh, especially when the team's pressuring the way they are coming over the top at times. Yeah, you got to get smart with it. But again, uh, Jakubovic stepped up, um, showed what he had, showed the quality that he already has. Size too, can't teach size. Um, and he used it properly. A huge improvement over past backup keepers that we've brought in. Massive improvement already um, from what we've seen. Obviously, he didn't let the first seven shots pass him like some have before. Uh, so we just got to throw that out there. He did the job first half. Uh, Buke, Apoku, there were times where I didn't realize they were on the field. Um, that needs to get much, much better. Um, again, disappearing acts aren't going to work here. Um, we demand more. They got to do better. Yes, they're young. Yes, they're learning. But honestly, and I'll talk about another player that came in later in the game, showed more in the few minutes that he was there than those guys showed pretty much for the entire match. And we'll get into that. We get into the second half. So that's my vibes, Tony. Anything else you want to add to the first half before we get into the highlights? Just, it was, like I said, it was a very eventful first half. This is the Austin that everyone thought they were going to see all season. You know what I mean? Even with their woes and everything, but they're not finishing. And this is their problem is they're not their main guys, but their backup ones who should be the role players aren't finishing as well. And this is, again, this could be a very foreshadowing warning of what can happen moving forward. I know I don't want to be sound very like, down and like you, you know you have to learn from a like a win is a win and at, at the end of the day it's, it's it is what it is but we are now a championship side that has to go we can't do this like oh yeah we uh you know we're still growing we're still doing we're doing nope that's out the door we're a championship side we're 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 one of the top dogs we're going for trophies multiple times so 
I'm sorry if I'm critical, but when there's when there's little critiques like this, this is when we're gonna have to get nitpicky and nitpicky. So saying that, moving forward, 52nd minute into the second half, Gallagher with a left foot left footed shot from outside the box, and it saved again with from our keeper. This That's is a, a, yeah. a very tough one. So and ooh, we also get another banger of a save where it almost i think took us out like i, I know it went right into your into right into your section joseph like where you usually stand and i just see it go in with tillman with a rocket of a shot right outside the box and it misses just left that ball had sound coming off of it like you could hear the whistle um from the ball and it didn't hit my section and hit the expos right next to me Oh, um, yeah, like I huge thought it was reaction like... time. I give it the reaction time save from the Expos was very impressive, uh, but you could actually hear the hum, uh, and that wasn't that close to me. It was so perfectly hit. Um, it's too bad it didn't go in, uh, but man, that thing had that was one of the hardest shots I've seen in a while from our guys, and we've had some good. I mean, we we, we do have some great great shooters, uh, but Tillman there, I, I, man, it's too bad it didn't go in because it was it was glorious in terms of mm -hmm. the form and everything. For sure. For sure. And honestly, like, mind you, I'm not going to be tough on Tillman because Tillman's trying to go for sports center top 10 goals of the goals of the day to the week. because so he's going for bangers and stuff like that. So, and that had pace. And again, once Tillman, I'll give the same thing with everybody. Tillman gets a little pass, but once he's not finishing those up, we got to get on top of him as well. Young guys got to do. He's been producing though. I mean, yeah. that, that's the thing more than we expected. And he, the, the stuff he was doing in this game, there were a few passes he made, few, <laughs> few jukes that they're like, okay, all right, he's working on a different level now. But honestly, he didn't have a lot of room on that play to do what he did was pretty, pretty darn impressive. No, yeah, was. impressive. Well, to make from a almost top 10 sports center moment of the day to a off a corner kick, broken down play in the air, volley, rocket shot by. Other than no, no other than Mr. Buwanga for his at the 52nd minute for his for the brace of the day. And I don't even know what to say about it. It was just almost like a scissor kick, and but on the point, it was just a perfect strike and almost egotistical. And I'll explain to you in a little bit after the third goal. Well, that's the thing. Not only do you want to score, but you want to make a statement. And that kind of goal makes a statement, right? doesn't matter how well you cover me, where I'm at. If you give me an inch, I'm going to punish you. Not only punish you, but thread a needle in the process. And it was it was gorgeous. I, I was beyond impressed. Yet again, this guy does everything. He's doing it again. Um, Araceli, from this point, it looked like we were pretty much in the driver's seat, right? Oh, yeah, pretty much. Because, I mean, after those goals, it just it, it seemed to be going all of LAFC's ways. So, <laughs> yeah, things changed. It definitely did. Of course, it didn't take much longer for us to go to a moment that thanks to Tony, I totally missed. Go for it, sir. So the goal I made him miss was because it was north end situations of both our jobs of what we need to do usually i can you know i handle it or he handles it but we were you know i was doing a different job he and so he had to take both jobs and as both of us didn't know at that moment literally falling out of his falling backwards into the sidelines 
Buanga with another amazing goal on the left-hand side to put us up 3-0. And this is, and again, I want to, with, with what he's doing, it's crazy what Buanga's doing. What is it? Nine, 11 goals in nine games is what the stats was been posting up for the past couple of days. Yeah, it's ridiculousness. Pure it, yeah. ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's like from the guy who we're like, who is this guy? We hear about him. Even people on Twitter, experts on Twitter saying, you know, we want trying to get another player similar to an, another team, but this one's producing. This one's taking over the league. Even Austin is like triple team him, quadruple team him. Do not let this man have the ball. <laughs> Do y'all want to give credit to another guy on that goal that 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 is oh yeah of course really hard to take out of the lineup right now because he's just doing what he's doing properly and of course is uh, Sergi Palencia yeah are you kidding me with this guy he's everywhere all the time making it work in position I don't know how he gets back and forth so quickly but then hits the crosses like butter man like seriously this is this is beautiful um he gains confidence every match. Yes, we were going after him for missed chances last game. But the fact that he had chances in his role is is wild. Um, we again another jewel. Thorrington does it again with these guys, and we're just again blessed. Sixty, yeah. And as as I jokingly told Tony, yeah, I didn't get to see it. No, I didn't see it because he didn't want somebody to get hit in the head with a flagpole. I mean, that was pretty much the. The thing is, you know, the big flags are up. As most of you know, my job is to make sure the flags keep flying for the Black Army. That includes painting, fixing, getting rid of mold, all that fun stuff. Yeah, right? Go from president to doing the grinder work. Because you know what? At the end of the day, the only thing that matters is the football on the field and the action in the stands. Everything else is noise, right? It's the culture, keeping that pure and proper, and the football proper. If we all do our jobs on both sides of it, we're going to lift another cup and have a great celebration in the process. So, yeah, you know, you're not going to see me standing on the sidelines and, 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 you know, mugging it. Nah, man, we got to put in some work. And we did. And Buanga did. <laughs> Three nothing. It felt really good to do all that work. And I'm okay with missing the goal from time to time. I mean, I did see it kind of in the upper corner as I saw the faces change, you know. <laughs> um, but still, you got to do what you got to do. Ask Tony, he misses 90% of these games because he's he's singing to all you guys. So we do our work. We enjoy the highlights later. The show continues. Araceli, sure. impressions at this 3-0 mark. I mean, what more can we say about, about Bawanga? First, I kind of want to point out that obviously I can't speak to you missing the third goal because I, I wasn't there. But there were uh, multiple times on the broadcast where they did show – either you or Tony as clear as day, like clear <laughs> shots of you guys on TV. And I'm just like, is that Tony? Wait. <laughs> but either way, I mean, you guys always do a great job every single match. And I envy you guys to a certain point because, I mean, after being in the 3252 myself and seeing all of the hard work that goes into it, I, I, I can only imagine really what game days look like for you guys. But otherwise, I mean, the 3-0 scoreline, you couldn't ask for a better, um, um, <clears throat> you know, a better score, let alone an early birthday gift for myself, if I have to say so selfishly. But Bawanga is definitely becoming one of those players to watch. And what I do kind of admire about Sharundalo 
um, was in the last press conference, if I remember correctly, is he was speaking on Bawanga's performance, but also, you know, giving him a little um, critiques in the sense that he was saying, he had said something along the lines of that Bawanga is dangerous off the crosses. He's dangerous off the dribbles. But if LAFC can teach him how to set up goals uh, more properly, then he could be the most dangerous player in the league. So it's like how I was saying earlier, you know, there's always room for improvement with our players. So moving forward, I'm very excited to see where um, Bawanga goes or, you know, what happens with him. We're not classic, losing him. We're classic losing manager him. critiquing a hat trick. <laughs> Has he been in the Bundesliga for a while? Very much so. This sounds so typical. Um, three nothing could have been five. Like, of course, of course. But you're right. I mean, if, if he's got both sides of it, set up and finish, which honestly, I'll be real. There's been passes he's given to his partners up there that they haven't finished. And those stats would look a little bit different if they could, as Tony has mentioned in the past. And this episode, um, he has been on the end of things and given as well. Um, and could be higher, but yeah, I, you know, for sure, for sure. Of course, there was game wasn't completely over yet. There was one other highlight before we can close this out. Go actually, for it. Actually, there's a couple ones, and we have to talk about this. So, mm -hmm. 71st minute, Mr. Denise Buanga gets subbed out for Eric Duenas, and he'll be important later on. Now, there is one more attempt, um, 84th minute, um. Lukinvisk, I think that how you say his last Lundfist. name? Lunces. Yeah. With a left-footed shot from outside the box and is saved again by our goalkeeper. I do not know his name, so I will not butcher it. I am going to practice Jakubovic. that. Jakubovic. Jakubovic. Okay, Jakubovic saving it. And honestly, if Buwanga wasn't the player man of the match, Jakubovic should have been the man of the match because he really knocked down like a lot of shots, a lot of hard shots in that thing. But now, mind you, now the 71st minute with Eric Duanez, there was other substitutions, but this is the most important one. In the 90th minute, Duanez had an opportunity to put it to put his own goal and stamp on the game. And, and mind you, he's a lot shorter than most of these guys. Like you see the height difference really quickly, but the heart on this kid and the experience that he's getting from this, the hunger for it is getting there where he's won one shot and then there's one more in the 94th minute if i remember right if i'm mixing them wrong please tell me but vela with a nice through pass to duane is and the instinct may most other players would have like just you know tried to take one more touch and like set up his first instinct wasn't a touch it was catch the keeper off his guard and flick it to the to the far right hand corner Yes, the goalkeeper, uh, the Sturridge uh, did block it, but the instinct on this kid is going to be great. And that ends up the half. The scoreline is from last MLS Cup Western Conference Final, 3-0. The banner makes itself up to, again, the B3-0, thanks to Mr. Denise Buwanga. And that is the game. We Instead of walking away with wanting one point, we get three points. And... And we're almost on top of the league. We just have a game behind Seattle. So think about it that. We are. The standings are what they are because we played one less game. It's that simple. It's that simple. But we're we're more efficient than they are. We're doing the job. 
on a busier schedule than they have to deal with. We'll take it. Mr. Duenas, to me, probably had one of the most entertaining few minutes I've seen for a young player in a very long time, outside of what Owen Wolf was doing for Austin, because that guy is mm-hmm. special. Let's be honest. A great player. Um, when he made that one miss and was sliding and he belly flopped into the box, he was smiling on the way down and skidding, and he had a grin on his face like, I got this. He had that look in his eye like, this ain't a big deal. I got this. And he was enjoying it. Yes, he didn't get the finish, but the smile was there knowing that, you know what, I, I can do this. I can do this. And then he did have one where it was a pretty poor poor miss on a shot where he just he held the ball at the top of the box. It's like, well, if they're going to give me the space, I'm going to take it. And I think my best reaction from that was after he missed it, Vela went right to him with the pointers and, and kind of encouraged him like, Hey, you know what? If you think you got the shot, take the shot was very much the vibe I got from that conversation, which to me, again, Vela and role he's taken, you're seeing it right now, right? The, the elder statesman, the leader, the true leader of this side, as he's always, he's always been, um, you really see it with the young player, you know, the two generations here. And it was pretty impressive to see, but yeah, Dwayne us, what a good run out for him. It's only a matter of time. He's due we get more minutes we're gonna see something he's 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 due to score it's just a matter of time we're gonna get to able to get a chance to celebrate it because he has he's showing it he's growing into the into the role and it's really great to see great to see Araceli thoughts on the match itself um overall thoughts on the match you know it's just kind of how I mentioned earlier I couldn't really watch it from beginning to end but based on what I did see um obviously there's there were a little concerns, but overall, I mean, I'm dissatisfied with the 3-0 scoreline. And as far as Duenas goes, I was definitely impressed with his performance. And uh, you you said it perfectly, that he has that passion that fired his eyes. And um, I could tell you just from watching him score that goal with LEFC 2 last weekend or the weekend before, the, the kid is hungry. And I definitely see him potentially scoring a goal in the future. Definitely going to do it on the regular with, with the second side. I mean, you, you see it now. Um, the similar face I've seen was when Boanga was struggling when he first came to us to get the goals. His face was the same. It's like, I'm there. I'm almost there. It's going to happen. And it wasn't frustration. It was, it's it's due. I'm coming. I'll, I'll get you. I see the same attitude. And it, it's it's refreshing to see it on a young player. It's, it's encouraging for us um, to know that if others can't get the job done, the kid coming up looks like he's going to do it. So, yeah, beautiful to see. Beautiful to see. A couple things, a couple stats I think stood out to me. Um, in terms of the shots, yeah. I mean, we had 12 off target, guys, six on target. Um, a little bit of wasteful, wasteful situation there. Um, other thoughts was when you looked at the statistics, you know how many crosses Austin completed against us? Talking about how our right and left back are, are, are performing and our outside mid are performing. Zero percent. Not a single cross made it in. Do you remember an LAFC team in the past could be that efficient at stopping crosses? It used to be where it was just expect them to go in on us. Mm-hmm. They're not doing that anymore. Something is a little bit different. Um, the other thing people were talking about, of course, is the possession stats and how they had the lead on possessions. That's nice. It's because of the first half was so heavy in favor of them. But if you really look at the statistics and where the possession was at second half, we owned it. 
we definitely took it over. They had maybe 10 good minutes in the second half where they held possession on us. Otherwise, it was it was falling our way. So, um, again, they've had issues with closing, and we don't have issues with closing. Uh, that tends to be when we take people out, and this just kind of played itself out. Um, any other thoughts before we take it to our supporters, guys? Um, yes. So, overall, great game. Love it. Have to be the David, the Debbie Downer, but we need to finish. We need to score. We're putting ourselves in the opportunities to blow out teams, but we're not. We're falling just short, which is fine if Buwanga's on this tear that he is. But moving forward into the later stages of Champions League with US Open Cup coming along, MLS playoffs, the League Cup. We need our backups. We need Vela. We need Opoko. We need Tillman. We need them to finish these these opportunities so we don't just rely on Dennis Bongas. Because at this point, like like me and my a couple of our, my friends always talk about it, is like if Dennis Bongas is not in, who's going to score? And that's the whole thing. And mind you, like I'm wearing my Japanese kit, the World Cup one, which is kind of funny because this is made with a collaboration of one of my favorite enemies at the moment, which is blue lock. And they teach that Japan needs an egotistical striker and a forward to, if it's their goal, they need to score. And it proved them in the world cup that that helped them out. And that's what honestly our forwards and midfielders need to be is like, if the ball is in my hands and there's an opportunity to goal to score, it's mine. And food for thought. Our second leading score is what? Tillman, right? I mean, it's it's strange, but I think it is Tillman at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, it's spread around the goals. It is. But it needs to be more because here's the deal. If Wonga comes up injured or if we find a team that is good at neutralizing him, he's going to lay it off to someone else and that person's got to get the job done. So Antonio's thing, it's yes. And yes, we had a 3 nothing blowout. But at an expense, right? You're relying on one guy too much. Good point, Tony. Well said, man, my friend. All right, let's go to the comments, see where you guys are at. I'm sure I'm going to see some interesting ones here. Um, again, guys, do not do not hesitate to, to, to share what you have to say. Join the conversation. We love what you all have to say. Um, let me get into comments here. There we go. All right, first on was Marcel Soto, math teacher. There it is. Uh, it says, Buanga, Buanga, Buanga. There's the story right there. Count that three uh wolf in the mix he says good evening black and gold family hats for buanga i was so tempted to throw a hat but you know the mls policy on these things uh not as fun as nhl at times uh defenders tony with that incredible japan kid happy birthday araceli v gates hair soccer yeah i saw you over there man i saw you in the c-suite squad and and uh you saw me flash the iron back at you man yeah all good things man um collaborations are a good thing this one should pay off uh smalls with the saint denis exactly saint denis uh leonardo says his name denny denny buanga where do we're lucky to have this guy um burke's calling out the 32 swag yeah i mean i got to you guys gotta get your memberships this is how we this is how we do tifo man we don't have this stuff we don't get the tifos it's that simple we're not there getting handouts we gotta we gotta we gotta produce so uh Jump in. Make it happen. Uh, Leonardo says, I've been around here off and on in the heart. Thank you, Leonardo, for the love, man. (laughs) Some people forget what I've done. It's okay. 
I know what I've done because we are where we are. And I've had amazing leaders follow up after me to get us where we need to go. And the workers, the guys that don't get the, the guys that put up the banners in the second deck, not getting the love they need um, are the ones that are getting it done. The unsung heroes, the faces that aren't getting on camera. Um, those are the ones that get us where we need to go. So I'm just lucky to be a part of that and have talented people around us um, to get it done. Leonardo, happy birthday wishes to Araceli. Nestor S as well. LSC Wolf with the happy birthday wishes. See the love, Araceli? I'm telling you, you are in the fam. Can you tell? Um, Leonardo talking about holding it down in the Midwest. Three in the Midwest. See that? Reach, people. Reach. Love it. Um, Marcel giving happy birthday wishes as well. El Coyote. My MVP also this week. Getting it done with our setup as I got I got uh, dragged into the into the tunnel and couldn't be there for setup this time. Oscar taking charge with the rest of the boys, getting it done. Uh, Coyote fire. Exactly. Exactly. And Leonardo match three Oh from last time. Exactly. It's good stuff. History does repeat itself. No doubt about that. Oh, uh, let's see. Bam is in the mix. Sorry for missing today's episode. Everyone had to work. Yeah, we know it, man. But hey, at the end of the day, that's for all of us. We got to work. We got to provide for our families. That's priority over all this. We have fun with you guys. But as you know, I've missed some as well. Um, got to take care of business. You got to take care of business. Leonardo Dennis. Who's Dan exactly? It's Danny. Danny. Exactly. <laughs> We're going to keep moving past down to you guys. Uh, Leonardo says Dennis is also on the broadcast. Watch CONCACAF jack his name up too tomorrow. It's going to be angering. Triggering, I should say. Um, yeah. <laughs> Bam says, can't. yeah, he called, dude, Bam called me out in the middle of the game. I thought it was pretty funny. Um, Marcio says 10 passes on that goal, if I remember correctly. Dude, there were long strings of passes at times for us, and it's beautiful to see. Mark said he saw the second goal, was beautiful, had the best line of sight from below the drums in the north end. Bam's making fun of me more. I see that. I see that. Uh, Bam does need to remind everybody that, remember, everyone, it's okay to not be okay. Give your friends, family a call, text, check in on them. A phone call can save a life. That is definitely true. Uh, Nestor says, I love that Duenas is getting more opportunity. Uh, do you know what's going on with Torres? Um, I think confidence is a big thing, right? Um, but there's more to be said. Um, Martial knows a little bit more. I won't say why he knows more, but he knows more. Um, says injured right leg. Um, he is correct on that one. Um, so they're setting him out on that. We've got Nestor S. We kind of saw how we play if Buanga is not in. Against Alawense, home game, many goal opportunities that we couldn't score. We ended up losing the match. Man, to me, that game was just, and it's a warning as we preview Vancouver, just approached in the wrong way all the way around. I, I did not like our approach to that game. It didn't give respect to the opponent that it needed to, and we thought we'd just go for the kill, and it didn't work. So I'll say that. Uh, oh, Wolf, thanks for bringing this up. It says the new songs were awesome at the North End, not only, but the North End was going 120%. It was loud. Can I wait for tomorrow? Yeah, so here's the cool thing. We have three new songs. We went hard on one this time and practiced at halftime, which was really freaking cool. Um, and it paid off. It was good. 
Um, we knew it would be good. It just took a long time to get it get it into light. Uh, but there's two others that you know you're going to hear. And uh, if you go on social media for 3252, you'll see it out there. Um, definitely practice it, sing it. Mm-hmm. Um, drum circles are real. Um, if you're in the members, you know when those are happening. Go there and go there and go there. Practice it. Get used to it. Have fun with it. Drum circles is what built us. So never lose sight of that. That's what got us where we are, guys for sure. All right, guys. Thank you for the comments. All right, I guess. Tradition dictates. Tony, what do we do now? Community news. Community news. All right. So there ain't much, is there? Not really. It's a quick turnaround, mind you, because tomorrow we play Vancouver, so there's not much community news. But there are two major community news that are actually major community news, not minor. As I said, not much, but major. So I'll start with the first one, the most important one. Well, there's two, actually, both of them are most important, but this one's more closer to our heart and everyone in 3252. The Mo Facio futsal court is still in need of help. Um, don't need a dollar. Don't need a dollar, as Scarf would say, for every goal Denise scores. Don't need a dollar for maybe every goal we block. For every win, whatever you can donate, just donate. The faster we do this, the faster these we can have a ribbon ceremony, the faster we can probably host a tournament there and have our supporters our supporters uh, cup there maybe one day and have it there. So make sure you donate, just, you know, whatever you can. I know t- times are tough. You have to feed your family. You have to pay for rent and stuff like that. So whatever you can afford, if you have a little bit extra one day, go for it. And, you know, this is for our brother, someone who taught us the supporter culture. With that being said, though, also, do you guys have tickets to the – to the Carson game coming up. Are you an official 3252 membership? Because you may be overlooked because you're not. So if you haven't signed up, go to 3252.net for membership. It is either $30 or if you want to go for the the premium item of the bucket hat and lanyard, it would be $55. I paid for mine, which is the premium one because I like bucket hats, you know, I know somebody and I might give it away to a certain someone who got me something from Japan because he usually wears those bucket hats, but it is important. It pays for everything from TIFOs to fixing drums. Cause if you watching, we chant, we bang, you know, you <laughs> chant, we bang. They broke one of the drums on, unfortunately, but that was for passion and eventually those things do need some you know maintenance and we don't just you know pay out of our own pocket we have it with you guys you know putting some money in you get cool stuff out of it you get memberships you get cool discounts at the store and of course when ticket allotment comes along and we have to figure out how many tickets we need and you want to go but you're not 3250 membership you will get passed by so remember sign up Whenever you can, and you know, put in whatever you are, like myself, Black Army, Joseph Black Army, Araceli Black Army, other, you know, if you're not, then Luckies, LAO, <laughs> Crew, Cuervos, yeah. Pride, um, <laughs> TSG, whoever you're associated with. If you have another, put them in as well. So Outsiders, 420, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So remember to do this. I know it's. We haven't been pushing it as much as we should have, but it's coming up. And right now, you know, with Carson coming up, I'm 
unfortunately, this is the time and opportunity where they're going to look be like, oh, you're not a 3252 membership signed up this year. So we're going to have to skip you this time. Sorry. I mean, priority has to be to those who are, are investing in our existence. Um, I think that's that's how it works. And so, yeah, if you're not on that list already, man, I you know, have you really earned your way in? Really? Because um, it ain't cheap to get it started. And 3252, when he does the road games, they usually have to take a hit before y'all even get to be a part of that process. Someone's got to pay it ahead of time. Where does that come from? Oh, yeah, that. Um, yeah, exactly. And if they have no funds to, to pre-purchase tickets or gear or anything, then you're not going to hear much. Right? I mean, we're going to sing, but but the show will not go on. It's that simple. It will not go on if it can't be funded. I mean, I look about that. The drums breaking. I think I had a flag break on us in this last match again. Those flags are about 40 bucks a pop. Um, yeah, it's real. I mean, you get the good quality ones. So if you want to be quality, have quality, be the best in the league. Uh, the membership, that's our primary source of, ev- of income. So go for it. Please do. Please do. All right. So before we conclude community news we have one huge community thing we need to talk about of course that is our lafc2 update and you can't have a proper update without the expert that's right araceli she is on the front lines of this she was actually, actually at the match, right our live correspondent um at the match araceli how are things going in the world of lafc2 well things are actually a little bit interesting when it comes to lafc2 because like a certain secondary team out of Carson, they are still searching for their first win of the season. Um, LAFC 2 is currently in 11th in the Western Conference with a 0-2-1 record. But thankfully, things are starting to look up with them. Um, as you guys mentioned, I was very fortunate enough to go to the game myself. They were playing um, SKC 2 up in Lawrence. Great place to be. That and, you know, K alumni. Hi. <laughs> but otherwise, unfortunately, LAFC 2 did fall to SKC to 2-1. to one. Um, Like, excuse me if I'm mispronouncing this. Like, geez, Male? I- I'm still learning these names. My apologies. He scored the club's first goal on the road off a cross from Julian Gaines from inside the box in the 74th minute. So as I mentioned, even though they fell on the road, based on the team performance, um, things are looking up in the sense that they are starting to gel better with each other, given a slight roster rotation. Because even with this lineup, we I saw Jasim Collate make his club debut, and he wore the captain's R-band. As a reminder, Colette is one of the goalkeepers LEFC drafted in the 2023 MLS Super Draft. And, I mean, just overall thoughts on the match, you know, as I've already mentioned before, the season is still young. Um, It's only the third weekend. So as the season progresses, I hope to see LEFC LAFC 2 progressed with it, and I'm very fortunate to have even met some of the players after the match. Very nice young guys. So if you guys have a chance to go down to Fullerton to watch them, I highly recommend it. Thank you so much, Araceli. Um, 
from what you saw, who's really standing out like above others for the squad right now? To me, the ones that are standing out is like Chris, uh, Christopher Jaime. Um, like, gee, I am gonna. <laughs> I okay. need to ask him how to pronounce his name. But geez, Male, <laughs> uh, Julian Gaines, and of course, you know, our own Eric Duenas. Um, th- those are the players that have definitely stood out to me in the last three weeks. So something's building, that's for sure. Um, do you think the record's probably because they're not that familiar with each other at this point and they're just still gelling? I think the record is more or less of that. Yes, they're still gelling. There was a bit of, of roster rotation. So naturally, you know, it's kind of new grounds in a way. I mean, it's a brand new team for LAFC, although these players are familiar with each other because of the academy to a certain point. But when you throw them into this new environment and with these new rules, you're kind of going to expect some growing pains. So as I mentioned, as the season progresses, I would only hope to see the best for them. Yeah, it's good, good, a good experience, that's for sure. And definitely the two-way situation now that we see Duenas doing what he's doing. I don't think he gets these minutes without scoring for them in reality. Um, he's getting rewarded for his hard work. That's what's happening here. So good on them. And it's great to see a new goalkeeper also stepping up wearing an armband as well. Um, this is good to see development wise for us to see that maybe next by next season, a draft pick moves up, um, takes a spot. Uh, it's nice to have traffic at the goalkeeper position. So good news. Good news for sure. Thank you, Araceli for the update. Um, man, happy to have, happy to have that lineup happen on your birthday. Just the timing couldn't be any better. So day before, but you know, pre-birthday stuff, Tony, your, your, your thoughts, man. Arsley, what jersey did you get? Hmm? Who's, whose jersey did you get? <laughs> I got Cincinnati's jersey from SKC. Pick <laughs> a team. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, the should've... equipment manager has known me for like a decade now, okay? So he just knew naturally my birthday was around this time. Okay. There we go. Hey, that's okay. I'm okay with it. It's fine. It's fine. Um, it's not like you were the coach of Vancouver asking one of our players for a jersey. I'm just saying, right? Um, there are lines that get crossed. I'm good with it. I'm good with it. All right. Let's get into the vinyl club minute. I know this this is definitely kind of Bam's thing now, but I, I do have my moments. I hope I do again. So I'm looking for Vancouver bands and uh, some names stood out to me and it kind of cracked me up a bit and said, this is definitely so a Vancouver vibe. Two bands that stood out the most to me, Theory of a Dead Man and Art of Dying. You see the theme I'm going on here. Um, Stood out the most. I'm going to just run with it. We're going to go Theory of a Dead Man album. Latest one just came out recently is Dinosaur. Sounds pretty decent. You want to go old school and they're more... Famous stuff, probably Scars and Souvenirs back from 2008. I think those are much more popular than they are now. Um, but, hey, it's a Vancouver band. There you go. Is it the greatest band in the world? No, but, hey, they, they can rock pretty well. So there it is, guys. Theory of a Dead Man, your vinyl club minutes. All right, moving on to it. Let's transition. That's right. Let's talk about the match 
tomorrow or for some of you listening on the podcast itself today, right? You're going to be listening to this thing before the match kicks off. Um, let's get to the white caps. So, yes, we kicked their butts. Yes, we made it look ugly, right? 3 nothing. Buanga going on a tear. Opoku finally getting across the board because, well, Obongo's, uh, uh, Buanga's a superman. Uh, and he just kind of got a bit of the Buanga vibe. Uh, got us a 3 nothing lead. It looks pretty good walking into this thing. But as you all know, it is a cautionary tale. Whenever you get into the second leg of any knockout tournament, you got to respect your opponent. You got to play it, play it careful um, and be mindful. Of course, game is going to be Tuesday night, 7.15 p.m. kickoff. So a little bit earlier than you'd expect on a weeknight. But CONCACAF is going to CONCACAF. I guess TV wins the day. 3-0 lead on aggregate, obviously. Um, yes, all goals on the road. Nothing for them at home, even though they had the great turf advantage. Run a form from both sides. Pretty straightforward, Tony. How are we looking? How are they looking? They ain't that bad right now, are they, after losing to us? No, they're not. Our run of form, as we just mm-hmm. we just threes and three nailed Austin. So we're on a high, but a quick turnaround because we played Saturdays and two days of rest prep for this one. Like we have three goal leave while with Vancouver, they ended up playing um, Portland and ended up beating them one zero. so, Oh wait. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like, sorry, I went, went down to the wrong one. So they are coming off a win again. They are very, hot streak team until they made fate met us and realized that they kind of had to change their tactics. Now moving forward, we'll see what we're going to do. And the key on key players on both sides is kind of questionable for us and them. RSL, do you want to tell us who is out for Vancouver? Um, For Vancouver, they will be missing Cordova due to a hamstring injury. Not only Cardova, right? I mean, actually a, a big name player is out. Their actual cog in the wheel, you could say, right? Center center mid. Um, that would be, of course, Kubas, who took a shoulder injury against Portland and had to be subbed out, I think, in 25th minute, somewhere around there. Couldn't even finish the match. It was that bad. Um, and now he's listed as a mid-May return. But I also heard from some of the supporters of Vancouver uh, that he might be back after their break. So they have, I think, a bye this weekend coming up. Um, and so then he'll get an extra little chance to recover, and he might be ready for the match after that. He's listed till May. I think Schulpf is missing as well. Uh, but, yeah, Cordova's a pretty pretty bad loss as well, right, Araceli? Yes. Is that right, Arsley? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So on our end, though, uh, the missing are still the same, right? Yeah, Max is still missing. But the reason I brought up, we don't know who it is. Again, the big turnaround: who who is going to start, who is not going to start, because of the last of Austin's performance and tired legs, and a couple of older gentlemen that we do have on our team may need some rest. So with that, it's tough. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Leone is injured too. I just need to mention that as well for us, but I don't think he was going to feature in this game anyway. Um, looking at goals, performances um, in this tournament, Buanga's already sitting at five goals in three matches. We do have to mention him on there. Of course, 
uh, Vela with one, Opoku with one leading scores. Vancouver, on the other hand, uh, Brian White, who I believe he scored this weekend, um, has got two goals for them in the tournament. So you could see something there. Tristan Blackman, our old friend as well, draft pick, first round of our history. Um, yeah, he's got a goal as well, and he's been a real uh, lightning rod for them. So chances are there assist wise this is funny tony you want to mention who our assist leaders are when it comes to champions league i think it's pretty pretty cool so for most assist leader we start off with bert and joseph's favorite player ryan hollingshead with mm -hmm. two assists in two matches Ilya sanchez arcelli's favorite player from kansas city with three matches and one assist and el capitan el rey with one assist in three matches. There it is. Um, not a whole lot of assists, but again, we've only played a, a few matches, so you can't expect it all. On the other side, who do we got to look out for the most? For on them, on their side is for assist is they're actually a little bit, little bit the same as we are. Um, mm -hmm. Ryan Gold with two matches, two assists. Uh, Ryan Rep. I was gonna mess it up. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, Ryan Rapashi with three yeah. three matches, one assist, and then Sebastian with three matches and one assist. So they're pretty similar to us. With again, but again, they've only we've only played three games, so the three matches of stuff is of moving forward. And of course, remember Ryan Hollings had maybe could have added more assists, but he was out due to injury in one of the games. And now he's back healthy again. So uh, we're we're in a moment. They're in a moment because they've got short rests as well. But again, they're playing for their lives in this tournament, and they've got a bye coming up. So I would expect them to use more starters than you would expect on short notice because they need to get the job done. Where we need to simply get through, right? Do the job, move on. Cycling the lineup would be expected, especially since we have a a especially because we have a big game this weekend. Um, I'm sorry, but you still got to think about it. It's still there. The rivalry exists, whether they're, whether they're a dumpster fire or not, it has to be noted. And of course we have players that have got a lot of minutes on those legs in a short amount of time. So you only expect safety, safety, safety. Now looking at their lineup from the last match, I mentioned Kubas is hurt, but he was their central midfielder. Um, I think he came in, Sebastian Bearhalter came in for him. Um, you could see him in the lineup as a replacement. Otherwise, the 4-3-2 one that we saw in their last match where they got a result against uh, Portland, I'd expect to see a lot of the same faces. Why would it not be? Uh, Betcher, Gauld, Vite up top. Um, again, center mids, a story, but Ahmed on the right. Gressel, who played very well for them against Portland on the left. Uh, Blackman and Veselinovic in the back. Uh, Laborda and Martins as your outside with uh, Takaoka uh, once again as their goalkeeper. I don't expect any differences there. You might see Brown come in. He did play against us. Um, they played more of a 4-5-1, but again, similar, similar. Um, Dahomey could be an option too. Um, Tybert could be an option as well. Uh, really interesting to see what they're going to go. I think Raposo got minutes against us too. So could be a shuffle, but honestly, I think they're going to go with the best they possibly can to get their result. It's desperation time for them. For us, the story is what are we going to see?
that's going to be the hard ask on our end and what we can guess what we're going to see i can guarantee you dolo's probably going to surprise us there's no way i'd expect just a full a roster on this uh Araceli, looking at who we've had play the last few games who do you think's getting the start for this one i'll start with the back line who do you think our center backs are going to be Looking at the back line, um, I think the center back pairing is still going to be – it could be Kalini and Madalano, but I want I want to be surprised if um, – oh, goodness, who? I, Murillo, there's Mario that got to Long. sit. There's Long that got Murillo, to sit. Yeah. Long had no limp. I saw him after the game. He was, he was looking fine. Um so, I mean, that's the deepest part, right? We have we definitely have mm-hmm. options. I think if I'm going to guess, it's going to be Long and Murillo, um, simply because lack of minutes the last match, short notice, and you still get a pretty good amount of days between now and Carson, so they're rested. I think that's where I go. Tony, what do you think for your center back pairing? No, I'm going to have to go with as well as Long and Murillo. There. Um, maybe Maldado goes in in this one because, again, he is still a young player and still trying to – break into the starting lineup again we still have to talk about it i as much as i don't want to i want to focus on this one the derby is coming up so we have to think moving forward like who is it going to be and i feel like Kilini will might sit or me come in for a little bit but he is i would say one of the starters for next Probably one Carson, but yeah right? exactly I mean, so yeah. and then honestly on the right hand side that's a uh, Palencia's, I'd say, start because again, he's been doing wonders for us, and it'd be perfect to do against Vancouver on the left hand side. I don't know if you start uh, Palacios or Hollingshead. I mean, I would probably say Hollingshead, right? Again, who, who got shuffled out, who got shuffled in? Hollingshead would probably get the win here, I would think. Um, he could get the full 90 and he just shifts over and takes Palencia's role eventually. Um, and then Palacios comes in for limited minutes. Don't be surprised if that happens. Um, midfield's the other thing. Um, you had Acosta, Tillman, and Cifuentes. All right. So you look who sits out. Of course, the big name would be Ilya. Why would he not play? Right? I mean, if he sits, he sits. Um, did get some limited minutes, so that affects it as well. Um going to be hard to see who sits. I think Cifuentes goes back in again because again, he's he's had a little bit of rest compared to others. Um, the third one's going to be the hard question, Tony, so I'll throw it to you. Who are your three? Um, the, I was like, said the third one, like I'm going to agree with you with the other two. The third one, I'd say, honestly, Tillman, he's, you know, we have the youngins and I just I just feel like Akosa would be the better rested he comes in for a little bit to get some game time against this um with the again we have the the i feel dolo has learned from his mistakes from the last game when we were up ahead and he's going to not play so let's go in for the kill maybe he might play a little bit more defensive or who knows again dolo is going to dolo and this is why he has you know our faith in him but i feel like tillman with the youngins and stuff like that he and Acosta with a big game coming up is perfect for the opportunity. What are the chances that Crisostomo might get to play? He got limited minutes in this game. He actually came in for Acosta at one point. Um, what are the chances he gets time out there? 
and gets a start simply because, again, we're at a 3 0 lead here. Counterattack is the story, and defensively, Chrysostomo does the job. Um, Araceli, what are your thoughts on midfield? I mean, I could definitely see Chrysostomo either getting to start or coming in as a second uh, half sub because, you know, it's just like uh, Tony mentioned, it, we, it really depends on if Dolo is going to go more on the attack or defensive for this round because the last thing I want to see is have deja vu from the Aloha Hense match. Um, but I, I I would predict to see Somo in the second half as a sub. Yeah, I think so too. He's gonna he's gonna relieve somebody. I mean, you could also have this situation where you get a good sixty minutes at most out of Ilya, and then Costa does the rest. Right? Could be that time as well, where you just split minutes for both to keep them fresh and get them ready for the weekend. Uh, there's a good chance of that as well. I do expect good cycling up tops where we're really going to see some interesting things. Um, who's in, who's out. I think the two that you're probably going to see start because you simply need to get them right on the right side of things. Probably going to be a Poco and Buke simply because they need to get it right. They need to get their timing. They need to get confidence. This is a good game to get build confidence. I'd expect them to play again. Is it going to be Buanga? Is it going to be Vela that's out there? If I'm if I'm betting, um, they're both going to play, but they're going to switch off for each other. I just don't know who's going to go first. Uh, Tony, your thoughts? I say El Rey starts and Buanga comes in. Relieves him of duty, right? Um, mm-hmm. So they both stay healthy. And then at some point, I'm expecting, again, the Eric Duenia show to come in. Um, if not, he starts. That would be fun, too, to see him get his first uh, a, a big start this season. Um, I wouldn't mind a Poku or Buke getting a, a chance to breathe um, and sub- subbing for each other, too. Um, mm-hmm. Wouldn't be a bad move as well. Um, but, yeah, I definitely got to see some minutes from Duenas. I think he's earned more. Aracel, your thoughts? Unfortunately, I don't see Duenas getting the star given the caliber of the match. Um, but I do agree that we. I, I, wa- I definitely want to see more out of Buke and Mahala, especially, you know, working together in that in that sense. Uh, Bawanga, oh man, that's kind of a tough call, but I, I would see Vela starting over him. Yeah, I don't think Bawanga is gonna sit at all. I mean, he's gonna get minutes limited, but he's gonna get minutes because you got to keep him fresh. He's on a streak. You kind of, you kind of want him to be there doing what he's doing, um, because he's feeling right, and just wouldn't make sense to completely sit him out for one. Yes, Tony. There's one player we forgot about, and I don't know if he's eligible to play or what Dola wants to do with him. Our new signing. Bogus. Yeah, Bogus. Um, he needs minutes too. Um, and that would definitely be the the Ilya rule. Or he could play any of the roles that we play in midfield. Mm-hmm. So shift in and shift out. And a man can score from distance, as we've seen. Um, yeah, I mean, if he's ready, if he's ready, I mean, I could see him do second half late sub since he hasn't had a lot of time with us, but a start, it's a tough ask. I don't think it's going to be a start. Like, I think it's like a sub, like you said, but he'd also probably maybe sub in for one of the forwards as well, you know, since he's so, you know, because we don't, like I said, our forwards aren't usually the typical strikers forwards with Vela and Buanga. Well, Buanga is more of a striker forward while Vela is becoming more of a striker facilitator forward where he gives the passes and stuff like that. So that could be a perfect opportunity for that as well. I think in the press conference with Bogush, at least the interview that he had, he actually did mention he played left wing for a bit. 
So there is that. So maybe, maybe. Definitely if he's eligible, uh, a few minutes wouldn't hurt. That's for sure. Uh, Tony, any thoughts you want to throw into the lineup on this one? Who starts a keeper? Do we put McCarthy back in or do we push uh, Jovovic? Or Jovovic? Uh, as, as a former goalkeeper, I'll be dead honest with you. I want to get in this game. I want to get all the bugs out before I play Carson. Um, anything. I want, to, I want to stay fresh, get the shots on goal, um, launch when I need to launch, just to make sure that I've got everything ready, everything dialed in for the weekend because it's going to be a big rivalry match, and I'd like to get some momentum. So if I am McCarthy, I want in this one. Big time, big time. You just want to work it through. Uh, Aracela, your thoughts? I say put McCarthy back in there because he already knows the back line. You have the communication. Because since you guys mentioned that uh, Djokovic uh, had some uh, miscommunication with the back line at some he bumped He bumped into Chiellini at one point because they just weren't reading. But it got better as right. the game progressed. Yeah. But even given that, um, given what's at stake here, I, I would put McCarthy in just for the seniority and the familiarity. Yeah, I, I'm with you. And again, we still need a result here, guys. <laughs> and if they score one early on us, it's going to be a little bit scary. So um, can't throw all the kids in at once. You got to get a result. I uh, got to respect the opponent. That's why I'm kind of expecting us to counter these guys to death. Let them push, let them push, get them on the counter and finish. You know, that would be my approach to this thing. But pummeling them and, and then getting ourselves left open for counter doesn't make a whole lot of sense in a knockout tournament. Just my my thoughts on that, Tony. I know you mentioned it as well. The concerns are that they overcommit to try to blow these guys out, right? No, 100%. But this is like, a, like this is, let's, I want the win. I want to make sure we just, I just want to make sure we we actually win this game or tie it with momentum because of what's coming up. I know we will talk about it more in next, next podcast, next episode. Sorry. But for momentum wise, I, if, if we just came back from Austin, I feel like we're all safe, but we need to keep this momentum going and also get all the Knicks and kinks out of our strikers and midfielders. So that way I don't have to keep talking about this. I, I, I don't like to be the Debbie Downer. I don't want to be Mr. Negative Nancy, but I don't want these concerns moving forward. <laughs> right, right. And again, uh, a few of the pairings do need to test themselves out before we go against Carson. I think the long, the long Mario partnership, um, one more, one more match getting in, I think is a good thing, um, especially with McCarthy behind them and getting that communication where it needs to be. Um, always room for improvement, right? And we've seen Long have ups and downs, but more ups as of late. So uh, uh, one more good day from him is a good preparation for a sneaky team that, that uh, let's be honest, are penalty merchants. So um, got to be careful for that, right? We know how it is. We saw how they were the last time freaking out about penalties. Um, seems to be a controversy every week for those guys when it's something around the box. That's how they play. It's what they look for. We don't. We just do the job. But, hey. We'll get into that one in the next episode. I know it's hard to stay away from it, but there is that. All right. So uh, let me get a couple more reactions out of you guys. See where everybody's heads are at on this one. Um, again, anytime you guys add in, 
throw the comments up. We love what you guys have to say. If you want to unleash on anything other than what we've already talked about today, this would be a good time for the final comments as we, as we call this another amazing episode. All right. What do we got here? What do we got? I'm going to put this back a little bit farther. Uh, okay. Boom. David Day says, once again, it's 100% focus. It's on CCL until the summer. We got to win it. Got to win it. He's calling for a Buke uh, breakout performance. I'm looking for the same thing, man. I, I know it's in him. I know it's in him. I know it was frustrating for some of the some of the people in the stands, some of the supporters in the stands, but um, it, it, it's there, man. We know it's there. It's just we're waiting for the big, the big moment, the big breakthrough. Um, Ox. Gives a happy birthday to Araceli. He goes, I know it's tomorrow here, but your birthday in, in Cali. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed your day today. Uh, may God continue to bless you with many more years. Wichita represent. There we go. By way of Southern California. We love you, Ox, man. Can't wait till you come back home again. Uh, we miss you out here, dude. Uh, Jose Quiros says i'd put mccarthy to get that mental uphill battle ready huge respect to our backup keeper ps tony loving your japan jersey hey there we go dude no that's a clean jersey man i gotta say it looks really really good so good choice man good thank choice. you it took me forever to find it but if you're ever looking for a jersey just go across the street right next to the subway and if you know what i'm talking about they have everything dude He's not lying. I got what was it, last year a long sleeve 2XL white jersey from the first year, a white jersey, long sleeve, which they don't make long sleeves anymore. They had it. Like, go figure. Um, yeah, it's a good spot, that's for sure. Carlos C says, I think the team should play the way they played against Austin. Stay solid defensively. Let them have the ball. Hit them on the counter. I think we play best under that circumstance. I really do. We're more dangerous that way than any other way um, and less susceptible to the counter. So I'm with you, Carlos. I think that's the game plan. Uh, Ox, uh, will we get that? We will get that win. Let's go. Uh, Carlos C says, it feels like Buke, Plancia, and Tillman are close to having breakout games. I think Tillman's had breakout already. I mean, I, he's there. He's arrived. Uh, he's now taking the job from Sifu. Let's be honest. Um, that that's a good battle. Um, and it's not a battle because somebody's not doing their job. It's just a battle because both are quality, which we are just blessed. Let's be honest. Um, Palencia, I'm liking what he's doing. I'm impressed so far. Um, yes, a couple better passes, but again, he got assist today or this last episode. So I don't know, you know, that's where I'm at. Um, and then yeah, Buke, I think we're all in the same boat with Buke. It's, it's, we need more, we need more. That's for sure. Certain Aerosol, looking at those three, what are your thoughts? Who needs the most improvement? I say, um, Buke would need the most improvement. Yeah. And no Poku, right? I mean, that's the two names that stand out the most to me. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, Carlos C., what's going on with Sifu? All right. So this is the, the, the pitfalls of international duty. Remember, he had to go all the way to Australia for a couple, a couple tune-up matches. And when that happened, he kind of lost his role to Tillman, who just happened to be the guy, right? Um, there's nothing against Sifu's play. Not at all. He's playing well. Um, the issue is there's someone that plays a little bit better than him. 
that kind of stole the show while he was on international duty. It's the pitfalls of international duty. Um, will they both get minutes? Yes. It's a condensed schedule. Thankfully guarantees it. This is why we bought so many talented players in midfield. Uh, remember how we were down to like two midfielders in the off season. Boy, it's a difference, isn't it? It's a beautiful difference where we're at now. Um, but yes, we have this riches of, of, of midfielders because we know how hard it is uh, with the tight schedule. So nothing wrong with Sifu. He's just caught in the cycle. Uh, I think that that's what I think. Uh, Aricel, your thoughts on, on Sifu's play ups and downs. You're good with it so far. No, I'm definitely good with it as of now, because uh, as you've already mentioned, I mean, Tillman has definitely proven that he belongs in the starting spot. And um, unfortunately that's what happens when players go on international duty. We've seen it happen time and time again. So I see Sifu getting his spot back eventually, but for right now, it has to battle for it. Yeah, uh, it's that simple. I think the other, if you really want to go into a, a bit of a novella situation, our goalkeeper situation when Max comes back is going to be real interesting because McCarthy, he's owned it. He's owned it. Um, and so it's going to be real interesting to see how they platoon these guys when you have pretty much two guys playing at starter level. Um, again, it's a beautiful dilemma when you're a team of this level. I'll just put it that way. If you're having these hard conversations because both are good, you're probably in a really good spot in the standings, and it's a nice place to be. Uh, Tony, your thoughts, sir? Like I said, it's Sifu is just you know just getting some cobwebs out, and he's trying to make sure he's just good for him. Like, yeah, he did seem a little bit lost during last game, but again, he's been out for a little bit, so... I'll, I'll give him a little time to readjust from Australia time to back to the U.S. <laughs> for his long term. But I don't. I expect Sifu to get back into it because remember, Sifu's always had this. I, I I know people love him and know what he's capable of, but there are moments where Sifu is on a roll and he's just unsolvable. But then there are moments where he just dips in performance for a couple matches. Yeah, and I think Carlos, I, I, this next comment, I, I see where you're at on this one. He mentioned Sifu made some poor decisions with the ball against Austin. I think the two that stood out the most were, was was him in a miscommunication with Buke twice. <laughs> where the run went the other way than he thought it was, and he released the ball and went, wait a minute, he's not going that way. Um, that could just be familiarity. Uh, again, they're not reading each other yet. I think that could be more of it because, yeah, there was a few where he just released the ball on to, to nobody, and I think he thought that the cutback was going to happen, and it just it just didn't. And that again, timing being away, these things happen. These things happen. But I think he'll be back on. He's just got to get used to these guys. Um, Ox, my question is: Whatever happened to Segura? Injury is what happened to Segura. He had to have another surgery on his knee the last time we heard. Um, Remember in the pre last preseason game, he was in crutches. Um, so from what we understood is that he had to go back in and get it fixed and that he's slated to be back and ready by the next window. Um, and so by the summer we have, we have Segura back in with us again, but he is staying. Um, those on Instagram have seen, you know, um, <laughs> you know, the, the great, the great picture of him announcing that he's going to have a girl um, here right so he's still around um but yeah expect him to be back with us once he gets healthy again um but again he's on the mend that's what's up with segura but we'll get him back 
we'll get him back. I, I don't see any other thing other than that, um, that he is a part of our, our, our group. He's just not official yet because again, he's injured. He's out. Um, would, you know, wouldn't make a whole lot of sense. So that's what's up with Segura is he's, he's getting better and he's improving day to day. So yes. And Max is improving day to day guys. I I've seen stuff. So <laughs> good news from him too. So he'll be here sooner than you expect. All good. Thank you, Ox, for bringing that up. Yeah, we haven't really talked about it much, but yeah, seeing him on Instagram today and, and celebrating. Yeah, it's good to see the smile on his face. That's for sure. So, all right, all right. Thank you guys for your reactions. Again, all the love in the world for everyone that adds in. You guys are what makes this show tick. Keep it up. Uh, we appreciate every little bit that you guys provide. All right, so we are... That's right. Getting into the end of it. Thank you all once again for tuning in, checking us out, downloading our podcast, throwing the likes up there, throwing the follows. We need all that to keep on going. You know how it works. Um, so please, please like, follow, listen to us, stream it. We're on every platform you can imagine. We've gone kind of over the top of that over the years. Again, 284 episodes in, you kind of get around. So, uh, yes, thank you guys again for your support. So on to final thoughts, as we close out another amazing episode with the fam, Araceli, you have the first word, go for it. <laughs> for my final thoughts again, thank you. Thank you to everyone for all the sweet birthday wishes. I'm kind of low key now expecting a song from Tony for the next pod. So we'll see what happens on that front, but regardless, <laughs> We'll talk about it later, Tony. Don't worry. Anyways, either way, another home match. You know I got to it, – it's become routine at this point. Got to pull out the soapbox for a quick second. Stay safe out there. Watch each other. Just like how Bowanga uh, is now on the map, so is LAFC. It's not to say that people haven't been watching LAFC for the last couple of months, but it's becoming more and more apparent that – the world is watching now. So definitely, you know, keep an eye on each other, keep each other safe. And yeah, I mean, just go out there and, and enjoy the match. Well said, Ersel, especially with the cautionary uh, advice. The whole world is definitely watching. Um, when we say stay golden, we definitely mean it. Um, here's the thing. When you're on top, people, the thing they love the most is to tear you back down again especially if you do it to yourself, okay? So for the supporters, for the players, for the club, as you watch others face a potential demise at this stage and complete implosion, that can be you within a few years if you're not careful with what you do. So um, I'll say that as I move over to Tony. Go for it, man. My final say is let's keep this culture alive. Um there's a song that you want. The only one I can do is the only one that I, I don't know if it's copyrighted now or not. Cause I know there's like, now there's like a legal thing, but happy birthday to you. Um, they're also speaking of songs, learn the songs, you know, they are three. Um, one is a little bit harder than the other one just because it's a little bit longer. So learn that one. The other ones are pretty catchy and very simple. There's a fourth one that is my favorite that I am going to try to, push a little bit more in my section and that's one of my favorites and i believe it'll be one of yours if you know which one i'm talking about um since bam's not here i will emphasize what he says 
it is okay to not be okay. Remember, reach out, text somebody. You never know what someone's going through. Mental health issues are a big importance to us, especially from the pandemic. I know it seems like it's so it's been so gone long and gone, but people are still affected with it. You know, people haven't adjusted to going back to norm, quote unquote normalcy into the real world. So just make sure they're okay. You know catch you know catch a movie catch the new super mario brothers movie you know i mean that'll be fun just have fun with that or you know catch catch them up tomorrow at the tailgate say what's up and everything like that or anything that you could do to just socialize but again it's i totally forget sometimes i do this podcast uh at the drum circles it was just someone was just like oh i haven't listened to the whole thing so um you know but i do agree with you and i'm like what do you oh yeah i do something (laughs) because i like i said my mental is at certain places i am here for the culture that is the one thing i want to emphasize is culture can come and go really quickly it can disappear one of my favorite cultures to watch, and it's almost perfect. And I've told Joseph and Bambis is uh, the German culture. You know what I mean? Their whole fifty, the whole the way the rights for the clubs are, the way they handle themselves and stuff like that. And I'm not bashing any other cultures because they do have like beautiful things of it. But with that being said, put in your work, do what you got to do, as put as much as hard as you can go. Because I did it as well. I as most of you know, I ran into the stadium right as game time happened and made it in time. But put in as much work as you need to do. Remember your 3252 membership. Go hard tomorrow. Show Vancouver while why we are number one, why we are the top dog, and no one else can knock us off that pedestal. There it is. Well said, man. Well said. Don't forget the culture. Don't forget the people who built it up. Don't forget the people that build it and keep building it. Um, it it's multi-generational many families, uh, many good people uh, putting in the work day in and day out. Um, just remember, that's who made this thing happen. Um, yeah, you don't get there by standing, standing still and cheesing for Instagram. No, it's it's putting in the work. That's for certain. So um, on that note, let's go there. Let's make it happen. Um, and before I say goodbye again, I'm Joe. There's Tony. That's Araceli. Bam, you'll see soon. And an extra face will be on the show. I'll say it now. That's right. The one and only Falconer. Ken's coming on, people. Um, will be with us. He's got some great stories about some players that you'd love to hear about. Um, about the culture as well and how long we've known each other. Um, <laughs> and had some bizarre moments in the stadium before the grass was even laid. So, yeah. It'll be a fun time. Uh, good time to reminisce, especially as we lead into another club whose culture is, let's be honest, broken. Uh, yeah. And so that is that. Thank you, everybody. Here we go. Final word, Araceli. Stay golden. Tony. Stay golden, Los Angeles. He was seriously muted. You like that? You like? I love you, man. Um, and from me to all of you. Stay golden, Los Angeles. Thank you for listening to the Heart of LAFC. Make sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. Shoulder to shoulder. 
The Black and Gold is taking over. 